Hey, buddy. Yo. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the funeral, I guess. And we're going to have a great time today talking all about the <laughs> stuff. And it's going to be wonderful, and we're going to have a laugh, and it's going to be really, really good. I'm sorry. Why is he talking about that? I'm trying, because usually at the beginning of every podcast, someone makes me laugh and I ruin the intro. I'm trying to be very so chill. we're going solemn this time, we're which is also solemn. making him laugh now. <laughs> Can't win, win. Drill. This Someone's technique doesn't work. Uh, so let's start with the BAFTA Shit. awards. I... Alright, for any listeners, he literally almost just fell out of his chair. Let's start with the BAFTA awards. So I am going to tell you guys what won what, and then just if you have any opinions on any of these titles and uh, any of the categories that they won, just let me know. So uh, okay. The Last of Us... Part 2 won for Best Animation, Hades won for Artistic Achievement, Ghost of Tsushima won for Audio Achievement, very interesting, Hades mm-hmm. won Best Game, Sackboy A Big Adventure won the British Game Award, Carrion won the Debut Game, Sea of Thieves won the Evolving Game Award, that's not funny, it's a great game I'm sure, um, Sackboy A Big Adventure won Best Family, Hades won Game Design, Animal Crossing New Horizons won Game Beyond Entertainment, what a great fucking like idea um animal crossing new that's, horizons that's a good also name won... for what yeah i'm sorry say it again you i was gonna it. say that's a good that's a, that's a good name for animal crossing because we've debated this in like the regular game of the year thing, podcast about how it may not be the best game but i think it was like an important game so yeah, that's a pretty good category yeah. for it animal crossing new horizons also won best multiplayer mm. <laughs> um, yeah marvel um, spider-man yeah. Miles morales <laughs> won best music score Okay, cool. Hades won for narrative. Kentucky Route Zero TV edition run original property. Laura Bailey won for a performance in a leading role for Last of Us 2. I love Laura Bailey. I can't be mad at that. Uh, Logan Cunningham won for performer in a supporting role for Hades. Dreams won for technical achievement. And The Last of Us Part 2 <laughs> won for... Uh, what is this? <laughs> the Game of the Year. I mean, like, I guess. Sure. That's surprising. Um, so, uh, anything on that list surprise you guys? Anything interested? You don't give a fuck? How you feeling? Where, I care. It's where's just this surprise me. It's the BAFTA Awards. The video game BAFTA Awards. Yeah, nothing there strikes me as, as really surprising, I guess. Uh, except for Animal Crossing winning Best Multiplayer. Like, what? <laughs> it's multiplayer is fine, but it's, it's not perfect. Yeah, well, but... Are the other options? That's yeah. Okay, that's a good All question. Guys, the Warzone. Yeah, I mean, but so these are these are British awards, right? So you know, yeah, it, it is also what's popular there, not what's popular in the U.S. And Animal Crossing is a popular title, like fucking everywhere. So the other ones. Yeah. Uh, speaking of multiplayer, the other um, nominees were Valorant, uh, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, Ghost of Tsushima, Fall Guys, and Deep Rock Galactic Development Team. Deep Rock Galactic was pretty cool. Pretty well received from what I've seen. I love that Sackboy is in every... It's like a British game, so it's like in every category. They're like, this yeah. is our game. Just put it everywhere you can put it. And the- I'm glad it's getting some recognition because I hear good things about it, but no one's yeah. talking about it really. I know, it's so crazy. I didn't even know that it was out because no one talks about I'm it. I didn't same. even realize. But I guess it would be out with the PS5. It came out really- at launch, right? No, I just realized my state like contradicted itself that I heard good things, but no one's talking about it. I should clarify: it's the people that I have heard talk about it say good things about it. Oh yeah, I mean, that's what I'm gonna say. (laughs) 
I just realized like something completely opposite. I was like, wait, no one's talking about it, but I've heard good things. About it. I was like, so I had to. Yeah, Sackboy it. came out on on launch day, on console launch day. It did? I thought it came out at launch for PS Five. Well, twenty twenty. Kelly, you're so right. Look at me being wrong. Uh, so, so, I don't even own a new console. And you know more than I do. I it's because my brain is everywhere. Uh, so Story of Seasons, the new game that's coming out, the localizers are driving the series' newfound celebration of same-sex relationships. This is over from IGN.com. There's a quote uh, that says, whenever we had the opportunity to make the dialogue more personalized or more validating to same-sex relationships, we took it. Um, who wrote this? Rebecca Valentine wrote this, and she says, The very first oh, time I played a Story of Seasons work. game, the series was still called Harvest Moon. The game was a wonderful life on the GameCube, and I was stuck playing to my frustration a boy farmer because that was the only option available at the time. And in 2004, that meant I also meant, could, that also meant I could only... No, I read that right. That meant I also meant I could only marry one of three women. Okay. That wasn't me. Whatever. So <laughs> she goes on to say how uh, basically... Proofreading is important. <laughs> it's like, oh no. I, I just want to say I read it right, right? I didn't... I don't want to yeah, bash yeah. anybody. Whatever. Okay. Uh, so the Story of Seasons franchise, now divorced from its former name and publisher, began at last to incorporate same-sex marriage in 2020, beginning with its remake of Friends of Mineral Town. Uh, when the game came out in Japan, it included a best friend system that was basically same-sex marriage under a watered-down name, possibly in part due to the fact that same-sex marriage is illegal in Japan. Um, what? But when it came to the West, Localizer XSeed wanted to fully cement this critical, progressive change. While Localizers already have an extremely important role in making sure games are translated to other languages as being culturally sensible and meaningful in other regions, we don't often hear of them being on the front lines of major series-shaking changes, but XSeed, with Marvelous's blessing, stepped up to meet the challenge of filling the hole in Story of Seasons social responsibility up to that point. And they, this is the quote. It says, in our version... Uh, <clears throat> the best friend system will just be called marriage and the relationship between same-sex couples will be given identical treatment to opposite-sex couples. This has been a very long time coming in the Stories of Seasons, uh, Story of Seasons series and the producer has been supportive of our decision from very early in development. Uh, I'm not going to go through the rest of that, but same-sex marriage in video games. First question, do you guys know any games that do it? Uh, Mass Effect? <laughs> Mass Effect does. You get, Didn't we talk um, about that? married in Mass Effect? I thought there was like relationships. You can, you can have relationships. Yes, there the, are wait, relationships. So, so is the question about... is the question married or relationships? Man, oh. There's a lot of games that have relationships. Oh, marriage though, because I don't know a lot of games. No. That I, I know one. I know one. How many games that? Fire Emblem Three Houses has has same sex marriage. Both Three Houses and Fates both have same sex marriage. I got married in Fire Emblem Three Houses. I was totally yeah. Does Skyrim? Have ma you can get married, yeah. and I yeah, think you, you can same-sex marriage. Okay, I thought so. Okay. And actually, in Fable, but it might be a mod because oh. <laughs> there was. Did you re were we talking about that story where the guy was like, it was on Reddit. His wife married a woman in Fable, like a woman character should a same-sex marriage, and he was like, I know she had to download a mod to do that. Is she gay? Yep. That was funny. That shit was funny. I think that was one of those. Am I the uh, asshole? Uh, yes, <laughs> like, he was the he asshole. Was so mad. Yeah, we did read that. He was so mad that his wife okay. married a woman. And but yeah, so in with mods, I'm sure that a lot of games have that as an option. I, I don't I, know about it in The Sims. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, yeah. I, the, the biggest one that I've actually played is Final Fantasy XIV. Um, you can't oh. have same-sex marriage. Uh, but married. So, 
Yeah. I don't know anything. I'm about to jump back into that game. You can get married. Let's get married. (gasps) Mary Dracula. I'll be the flower girl. Are you going to give me money? Yeah, yeah. For sure. I would pay you support you me? Yeah. You support this family? I, I'm literally recently divorced in that game, and uh, they sold my house, so... <laughs> I Final you can get divorced! I have all this money left over that I can give away. Um, anyway, so the next question is, how do you feel about localizers taking it upon themselves, with permission, obviously, to add something like same-sex marriage for a localization of a game that doesn't necessarily have it included? That's that's great. That's honestly great. Yeah. Because, because like... You know, whatever. It's a cultural, like a cultural thing in Japan. They they don't legally have same sex marriage, and they don't want to go there. Whatever. If they if they if they're localizing a game and bringing it to another region, and you know, with countries like America that are more progressive with such things, and they want to take it upon themselves with with permission, yeah, that's a great thing because so often we've heard of stories of like game series that didn't have the option because it was like a Japanese game, and local and for the localization process, it would be very difficult to implement a system that wasn't there to begin with. So they's like, oh, we, we can't do it. Sorry. So for them to take this, you know, this best friend system and essentially for the, I guess, U.S. version or whatever other version, like, supports the same-sex marriage, convert that over into being, like, an actual same-sex marriage system because we can, um, I think that's wonderful. I think that's wonderful. I wish... Um, you know, I think I think having a I think more more games should Japan made Japanese made should have a best friend system so it's just easier for the localizers to just fix that. Like it's it, like uh, to me a best friend system in Japan is Japan saying, "Look, we get look, we're sorry that we're, we we are the way we are. You guys can do what you need to do." That's the way I interpret it anyway. Oh, sorry. Oh, just had a coughing attack. I really did just have so <laughs> um, uh, yeah, YOLO. I don't care what y'all mm-hmm. do. Like, I think that, yeah, I agree. Localization. Tomodachi Life for the 3DS didn't have any kind of same-sex relationship for that very same reason. And people made so much complaints about it that they said that they straight up, Nintendo straight up made a press conference that we'll see if this actually happens. That if another game in that series should ever come out, it is something that they will address to be more um, inclusive in that regard. I guess we won't know for sure until another game in that series actually comes out. Yeah. But nice. It, it, it was it was it was at least a precedent for Nintendo to even address that because enough people were talking about that when Tomodachi Life came out. Brother, I just want to hug you. I want to hug you too, Jarell. Uh, give warm hugs. I do. I give really good hugs. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) That was really awkward. Uh, So, uh, Sony is developing a Ghost of Tsushima movie with the John Wick director um, who is set to helm the project. Has anyone actually played Ghost of Tsushima aside from me and Brandon? Yeah, I haven't haven't played too much. I I really want to play more. I've seen a bit of the first one. It's been on my list forever. I just... Is it on anything? Is John Wick on any kind of streaming service I that I could watch? HBO. Is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. I recently got it. To watch I don't know if it's there. still there. The third one. Was I want to watch it. Keanu Reeves killing people. Yo, it was so good. It was actually really good. I hadn't seen any of them except for the last one, so I was like, whatever, because my friend was like, let's go to the movies. I was like, yeah, yellow, I don't care. I just want to hang out. It was when the movies were still open. I hadn't uh, seen any of the other ones. It's not hard to I follow. I missed the movie. I know. I'm sure it's not, but yeah. And Keanu Reeves killing people is great. I know. And then, like, he loves his dog, and I'm like, oh my god, I love dogs, and Halle Berry's in it, and she loves her dogs. I'm like, I love your dogs, too. It was great. Just go Do they have any it. cats? No. 
No, then I'm it's not on interested. the Peacock app. <laughs> not interested. Uh, so, so something else that we just found out recently was uh, from IGN Korea. There's a tweet mm-hmm. that says, after Octopath Traveler, six or more Square Enix games will be on Xbox Game Pass. It's already confirmed between Microsoft and Square Enix. The official announcement is just a matter of time. Is in just a matter of time. So six more Square Enix titles coming to Game Pass. That's super exciting. I think we know that one of them is Outriders, obviously. Yes. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Five other predictions for uh, five or more Square Enix games coming to Game Pass. I'm thinking just because. What are you thinking? That could huh? just cause might actually be a good idea. Like, yeah, yeah, that good. would be actually. That was so good, Kelly. Oh my god, that blew my mind. Just like, you just said it. Sorry. No, no, no. Is it's great. Right. It's great. Right. Right. That's the only one. That's really the only one that I've even played. To be honest, it's like I really like that game, and I know it's great. Next, that's the only thing I know. I was thinking maybe uh, Tomb Raider with the 25th anniversary might show up on Game Pass. Sure. Um, the new reboot or like the plus. Plethora, plethora of them. Oh my god, what is it's been a long ass day. Um, and you know, the rest of the Final Fantasies that are missing might end yeah. up showing up because I think they only have seven, eight, and nine currently. Seven, eight, nine, and twelve. Um, so you they don't have ten. Are you no, sure? Ten is not there. Seven, eight, nine, and twelve are there. Are you sure? Is I wait, is it on Xbox but not Game Pass? Is that what you're saying? It's not on Game Pass. I'm only talking about Game, oh, Game okay. Pass. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, 7, 8, 9, and 12 are on Game Pass, so they might, you know, hop out with... Maybe... I, I'd love if they put 13 on there. Um, uh, yeah, I can only Dude. think of... Uh, Dude, 13 on Game Pass would be great. I can only think of Final Fantasy and Tomb Raider and Just Cause. I don't know, but I know they have a lot of stuff, so... Maybe... Yeah, um... Maybe Marvel's Adventure. Well, I'd play it if it was free. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. If, <laughs> if you're an Xbox owner... And it's on Game Pass, then you'll wow. then they'll play it. That may that Xbox may end up helping the game at least on the Xbox platforms. So like you said, if you're an Xbox boner, that is yeah. super not what I said. <laughs> I know, but it just sounded like that. Whatever, that was a good joke I made. Fuck y'all. Yeah. <laughs> the oh yeah, who's the one saying the jokes now? And everyone else is. Just... <laughs> no one's laughing. Yeah, yeah, funeral home. <laughs> funeral home podcast. I don't get it. I made a I'll joke. Get the, the joke. Other day, and what no jokes? one got it. What and the then, joke? Stop that. Someone else What's, made a joke. And what they're is, like, what oh is my humor? God, Jarell, I don't, I don't understand joke. humor. Well, honestly, Jarell, we've all posted jokes I in know. the channel now that you don't fucking get. <laughs> Speaking Jarell of the channel. That he doesn't get jokes funnier than the, the actual jokes themselves. It's true. Speaking of the channel, so Slack. It's not. It's upsetting. Why is that upsetting? I try my best. Because Aww, he's doing his best. <laughs> we'll move on from that because Exactly. Anyway, so speaking of the channel, obviously we, among other you know, among other video game platforms, use Slack. So uh it's not really too video gaming, but it is relevant to us. Um Slack quickly removes the ability to message strangers with DM invites over harassment concerns. Uh, and I, I thought this was so crazy interesting because a while ago Slack opened up its ability to allow people from different um, channels to DM and message other people, which is, it, it could be really helpful, right? So like if I'm freelancing for a website and someone has a Slack, I'm just able to DM them, you know, like super easy without having to join the channel, without having to do all this other stuff. Um, if we're talking about video game stuff, it's very easy to do that. Um, you don't have to invite people over to your Slack channel. But of course, there have been uh, sexual harassment concerns because like allowing anyone to DM you at any time 
is not a fucking good idea. Uh, so anything that you guys think could have happened to save this from itself, or was it just a bad idea in the beginning? How you feeling? As I'll be honest with you, I've never been part of a, a Slack channel that like where I didn't at least kind of know someone. Like back when we were working on uh, WTFG uh, Go, like you know everyone that was on the Slack channel was you know writers of that channel at least in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then now with uh, you know uh, HP Critical, um, almost everyone in the general is either a writer or just like a really good friend of said writer. So like I've never. There's never been a moment where I just haven't known anyone. So when you said, brought up this new story about like sending random people DMs, like you can do that. Yeah. So it's like basically what happens is you can send someone an invite to your Slack channel and then mm-hmm. you can send them a message along with it so that essentially like if I were to message Kelly, I could, you know, if I were to invite her to the Slack channel, I could send her messages every time I send her an invite and her email inbox would just be full of whatever messages I've sent to her that she oh, can't, like, stop from but receiving. you'd have to, like, know me and send it to me, right? For that, yes. How do you, yeah, how do you find really random people? Like, if you're not in the, like, how do you find yeah, people so on Slack? Be... I only, mm-hmm. yeah, know the people that, like, are in the channels. Yeah, so it wouldn't be, like, so that's the thing. It wouldn't be, like, usually randoms. It would be someone that you know or someone that has yeah. at least your email address um, that could potentially, you know, fuck with you. Well, it seems like those would be the people who want to harass you. Exactly. So, yeah. Which is why it wasn't, <laughs> like, it wasn't looked at yeah. as a um, big idea. Uh, a good idea, rather. Uh-huh. But um, usually, the thing is, email addresses, and correct me if I'm wrong, but email addresses are usually easy to find, no? Yeah, so, usually be, they're usually they're usually easy to find. find those. For real, honestly, yeah, yeah, they usually are. Well, that's that. Um, so <laughs> something else that happened: Reggie Fizume has uh, seems to be retiring from GameStop's board of directors after oh, quite man. a short time. That's over from Nintendo Everything dot com. I wonder if it says how long he was there. Uh, yes, it says that I think he, he was. To retire from the board at the retailer's 2021 annual meeting. Supposedly, this is the expectation. The contemplated retirements are not because of disagreement with us on any matter relating to our operations, policies, or practices. Um, this is coming from the notice, which is over at NintendoEverything.com. The upcoming meeting will take place in June. So it looks like in June, it's going to be his last time on the board of directors. <laughs> what? He was obviously at Nintendo from 2003 to 2019. He retired from the company. He's been active in a bunch of other ways. And then he joined the GameSpot game of GameSpot board of directors, and now he's like, "All right, peace, bitches." So, um, any thoughts on him joining and dropping so quickly? Yeah, time to buy GameStop stock again. <laughs> no, actually, that's the opposite. <laughs> like, he's leaving. Time to sell. Or, I mean, after he leaves, you can buy him at rock bottom, and then maybe GameStop will make another Hail Mary move that will make people think GameStop is not going to die. You know, I wonder he, if, like, he up. was if he was affected, actually, by that entire situation. Like, being on a board of directors and seeing the stock just rise and crash, like, fucking overnight. Multiple times! I don't know if I'd stay on a board of directors either. I'd be like, fuck this. Like, y'all figure this shit out. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't want to be a part I, of I very, I very much doubt he'll make any who knows but i very much doubt that he'll make like a comment 
either way of like why he had to leave or why he felt he wanted to leave or whatever. But like, yeah, a year. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. People were looking at Reggie like, I was like, GameStop is saved. Yeah, exactly. And then a year later, <laughs> people are like, wow, even Reggie can't fix it. You <laughs> So oh, um, man, Game, GameStop has been in trouble for years, man. It's it's. I'm yeah, I don't, I don't believe that line of it's he's not leaving because of creative differences or whatever. Yeah. It is. I don't believe that line. I feel like that's exactly why he's leaving. Probably, probably. Right. Honestly. It, it's it, again, it doesn't sit right. You said you know you keep saying bring up it was a year he was there you know to help GameStop transition into the new GameStop that they wanted to be and. GameStop really hasn't done anything. It's still GameStop. Well, they're you know. supposed to be implementing those, like, you know, get, oh, they can't do it, COVID, never mind. They were supposed to be doing those, like, redesigns of the stores where you'd, like, you have, like, a hangout gaming yeah. spot that they turned it into instead of just yeah. a game store. They're selling graphic cards for PCs right. now. Like, you know, they, they've been changing. Um, but I guess you're right. It, it probably came at a really bad time because if it was, like, a year ago, like before COVID, okay. he's probably like, "Yeah," and then like COVID hits, and he's like, <laughs> he's like "Fuck!" Uh, <laughs> might not have been the best idea. <laughs> can you imagine how long they probably like worked on that idea? Like, we're gonna make GameStop cool again, hangout spots. Yeah, we already bought all the shit, put yeah. in there all the beanbags, and they're like, "Oh, no one can go into any stores." Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I I will never. Let's be. I will never get on a public beanbag as long as I fucking live. Again? No, not not bean bags. <laughs> again, you he's put, like never put their put their whole bodies on the bean bags. And if you sit on those in a convention or a public place, you are just asking to get sick because people are people do not clean themselves. With bean bags. Seriously, I I haven't like actually gotten sick this past year. You know, at all because of wearing masks and like I, all the necessary same. precautions. Like, I'm at like, home. <laughs> how how dirty was the world before? before right? Like, am I just so go dirty. out? I, I'm so just dirty. gonna go out now, like without a mask, and just like catch everything. Things. Like, I'm gonna catch every cold, pneumonia. I'm gonna catch bronchitis. I don't know what else you can get. You can get like encephalitis. I'm like scared <laughs> now. <laughs> it's like everything is gonna. Rush you well, yeah, because the outside world. I guess I'm afraid that I'm gonna be like hospitalized after know. COVID. Well, well, something that might happen is when the outside world works uh, opens up, or even if it's not open and you want to take a walk, Niantic Labs, who created uh, Pokemon Go, is now making the same version. It's gonna be uh, coming later in 2021, but for Pikmin. So it's a Pikmin walking AR game thing. I don't play oh. Pikmin, so, you know. Yeah, I have no. Like, if yeah. Pokemon died, this will die. Like, Pokemon Go died. Pokemon Go did it's not actually, die. It's actually. had resurgences. Like, it died, yeah. and it came back, and then it dies, and then it comes back. It's really It weird. never came back like it was in the beginning. Well, that's true. That's I would true. consider no, it comparatively no, dead. Yeah, okay. it never got the However, levels, but people people definitely do still play. I mean, even with the you know the anniversary did see a resurgence of people, um, and even mm. you know right before COVID there was a resurgence as well. Obviously now you know with staying inside, I, you know people st- whatever. Go ahead, Brandon. What you was gonna say about Pikmin? No, I was gonna say it was like um, uh, it's a weird time. Like I, I okay, 
I think it's an important franchise to Nintendo, but it's obviously not one of their most popular. It's it's like it's some of its bigger entries definitely struggle to find an audience, I'd definitely say. Um, I think a Pikmin AR game, while it will never, never become as popular as Pokemon Go, even at its you know peak times, I do think there's actual some potential there because Pikmin as a game, as a series, it always it's pretty much interacting with the real world itself, like the the main character interacts with Pikmin in like a world that's clearly based off like a, a abandoned earth or whatever. So the idea of Pikmin just kind of being in the world, people who've played Pikmin are kind of already familiar with the comic and the, the, the concept and people that uh, haven't played Pikmin, it might be a curiosity. It really just depends on how they do it. Like it can't, it can't be just like Pokemon Go because the whole joy of Pokemon Go was going out there and catching the Pokemon and it was a community effort. Um, if this is just kind of like a walking simulator where you just like have Pikmin, like people will enjoy that for a week and then they will drop it. Um, there has to be more. There has to be more incentive. Like you have to be able to. There has to be a game. People yeah. are not going to stick with it. If it's not a game that you can have fun with. Like the the curiosity will wear off in within a week if there's mm-hmm. nothing more to it than just a cool little AR thing where Pikmin follow you. That's not enough. It just depends on how they do this. I just thought it was so weird. Like, I know that people love Pikmin. It's a weird announcement, yeah. It's such a niche, like... Oh, I'm sorry. That's another thing I wanted to say, say too. Yeah, it has to be fun. But also, it's a weird time to announce this because we're still in a virus right now. but people are still walking. So, that's the thing. That's true. People are walking. people are still walking for exercise. Like, so, I think it'd be really cute to have your little Pikmin following you. But also, who... Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, I was going to say about about the COVID, like, you know, like, oh, it's COVID, no one's going out there. I actually saw in my neighborhood, there's a family of, um, well, I don't know how big fans, but, you know, there's three people, and I believe they're in a family, that they actually walk along, um, walk along the roads for, uh, to, to do, po- uh, use Pokemon Go and stuff. Yeah, it's just to get outside the yeah. house. A lot of families, I think, are doing it, but I just was mm-hmm. so, like, why pick them? I don't know. It's like, in no, terms that's of, not even in ter- true, ter- though. Like, Nintendo has so much. Like, why Pikmin? But in that, like, scenario of, like, creatures in a world, like, yeah. like what, what else? It's, it's, not, it's, not the, it's definitely not the most popular, as I said, but, uh, but like, we're, like uh, um, you said, like, Animal Crossing. what else? But how? But how? Let me dress Honestly, up, though? Like, play Animal Crossing oh my God. AR, like, Hundred percent. That actually could be something, though. That would actually be kind of cool. If you can tie it into your actual game, like you can get Animal Crossing Mobile. Like, yeah, because they have a mobile game already. So, like, if you can tie that shit in, they should hire me. Let me stop giving my ideas away. Yeah, (laughs) just cut that part out. Hire me. Uh, So, don't know if you guys heard, but GameRant.com did break the story that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 senior game designer has quit CD Projekt Red. Um, Zawadzki, I believe that's his last name. Uh, This is from GameRant.com. Zawadzki announced his departure on Twitter, saying that his journey with CD Projekt Red was an honor and a pleasure. He joined CD Projekt Red as a QA tester eight years ago and worked on The Witcher 3 and its DLC. In 2016, he began working on Cyberpunk 2077 as a junior gameplay designer and later became the game's senior gameplay designer in March 2020, just a month ahead of the game's initial release. Uh, he did not give a reason for his departure. 
already plans on doing in the future. Of course, there were a bunch of issues with CD Projekt Red that I'm not going to go over um, with Cyberpunk because we talked about it a lot. You know, they got that book pwned. Basically, yes, we've got the death threats. We've got the game breaking game that isn't still not available on PlayStation uh, Store because Sony still hasn't put it up because they removed it. Uh, brand new title, uh, you know. First of all, what bad luck to be promoted right before this game's launch, right? Like, yeah, really? Like, because yeah, he's been he God. worked on Witcher Three, which mm-hmm. was a good game, and all his DLC DLC was well received. And then you get promoted promoted during the time of Cyberpunk, becoming the senior gameplay designer for a game. Well, that you can't honestly, play a month no, before no. it comes out. They'll do that where they need a scapegoat. Yep. They'll be like, all right, we got to promote someone who we need to blame this on. And that's what they probably did to him. I mean, he could literally be blacklisted from the industry for exactly. this. Exactly. Like, where do you go? And he got promoted, yeah, 30 days because they needed someone to look like the idiot incompetent person mm-hmm. because yeah, they put out a shitty game. Like, I wouldn't. <laughs> what have you been doing for the last eight years? He's yeah, just like nothing. Not I, I've been doing. <laughs> I worked on The Witcher and it's oh, crazy, even... and then I left yeah. gaming to discover myself. I've... <laughs> yeah, and I've come back. I've taken a sabbatical and I'm now back and ready to work on your game. Ay hire me. I promise you will not see my name in any of the credits. So speaking of seeing people's names in credits, I'm on a fucking roll with these segways. Go, man. Uh, I know. I'm so good tonight. Uh, Just rolling through. Uh, So speaking of seeing people's names in credits, I am a huge Dungeons & Dragons fan. I've been playing with my group for like five years now. Oh my god, my cat just ruined this. Um, And there's an author uh, from the newest book from Wizards of the Coast, and he talks about how problematic the changes were to his uh, D&D adventures. So essentially what they did for this newest book, um, uh, Candlekeep Mysteries, I believe it's called. Oh my god, cat, get down. Uh, sorry, everybody. Hey, yeah, uh, it's called Candlekeep Mysteries. This is over from Dicebreaker.com. Um, what they did was they hired a bunch of freelance writers to create adventures, and they put all these adventures together in one um one book and then you and your players can play this book. That's how that works. So this guy was hired to do um, an adventure, a short adventure. And in his adventure, he took uh, some races uh, from Dungeons and Dragons and he created like very nuanced um, story with them. He presented them in a proper way. Like he, he really uh, detailed what he wanted to be done. Uh, he submitted his work they discussed with him a little bit about some editing issues. They fixed it. They paid him. And he didn't hear from Wizards of the Coast after that for a while. And then um, he they contacted him again to do some interviews and talk about the work that he did for the adventure that he created. And so he was on there promoting the book, promoting his work, etc. And then he fi- the book finally came out. He read his adventure in the book, and he said that, uh, uh, and I'll quote this, the UNT is a race. He said, the UNT were reduced down to just being evil for evil's sake. The Gripply, which is the other race, had their culture stripped out and so on. Colonialist language and imagery around the Gripply was inserted as well, moving them from being simple and utilitarian with obvious cultural uh, culture and technology to being primitives who primitively decorate their thatched huts with crab bits. Um, so basically he took these, these races and like he fleshed them out to be, you know, um, not just 
this, like, primitive bullshit that is presented everywhere, and they basically erased all of that and made it primitive bullshit that's presented everywhere with colonialist language and a bunch of trash. Uh, and so... He asked them to just remove his name from the product because he said the end product is so different from what he actually did that he doesn't even want to be credited for it. And he felt horrible because he said he went on all these interviews uh, promoting this and talking about what he thought was going to be a part of this book only to find out that it was all a lie. And he is a POC creator. I think he's black, uh, but he's a POC creator and Wizards of the Coast has been in some issues for the way that they treat some POC members um, in the past. So how would you guys feel if your work was, if you were paid for your work, uh, by the way, so uh, also to say this, uh, Wizards of the Coast definitely does have the right to do what they did. Um, just as an aside, like in this contract, they are allowed to, uh, you know, work on and change the work. And he understands that, but he says that what really upset him is that they didn't, you know, contact him or talk to him about it beforehand. Like he found out after the book was published that everything he submitted had been changed to, um, some colonial bullshit where the white man wins and he was not a fan of it. Uh, so how would you guys feel? How do you feel about the story? How would you feel if your work was changed, but you were paid for it? Like if you're promoting it, like what, 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 what comes up when you hear the story? It's, it's a, it's a feel, it's a feel bad story for sure, because that, you know, it's something that he was clearly passionate about. And he, like you said, he did put in the work to try to push it through and, you know, even understanding that they are in their rights to make the changes that they were, it's just disheartening when you waste your time, honestly. When you're a pet, when you, when you really want to do something and you feel your time is wasted. Question. Like, yeah. Is your time wasted if you were paid? Uh, it, well, yeah, yes and no. Uh, he got paid for it. So that's not a complete waste. But the, but the, I think the key word there is the passion. Because he was really passionate about the project. And so, yeah, of course he got paid. So it's not like it's, there's any legal issue there, of course. But the fact that, you know, it was something he really wanted to do and it just didn't amount to anything. It's just like, if you, if, if you're, if you, if you felt so strongly about it and it amounted to nothing, then yeah, I, I feel like my time was wasted, honestly. At least I could still eat. That's nice. But I'd, I'd still feel like my time was wasted. I feel like now if they didn't use his like source material and they turned it into something else, like he could reuse what he sub like gave to, like he could just reuse it. Like he still has those ideas. Now they haven't been used the way that he originally submitted them. I mean, he could just like do it on his own. Mm. Well, but I mean, he did get paid and stuff. And I, I think the, the worst part about how he would feel would be like that he supported this and yeah. he like, did interviews and was like, right. I'm so proud. And then they turned it into something, not what he gave them. So I would be like separating myself entirely. He got sure. paid. He gave them ideas. The transaction's over. They can take his name out of the credits. Like, I feel like I probably would and just pretend it never happened. Like that transaction is like over. You got paid. You supplied them with what they asked. Like, I would just consider it an over. Yeah. yeah. Like for a little bit of context, it's like he took an evil race and he made them, uh, more nuanced he gave them you know like a a, a, yeah. a way to be viewed that's not just oh they're evil for evil's sake um mm -hmm. and he and he added cultural elements to another race and then it was just removed and they were just like oh no these are just primitive people and that like literally used the language primitive in the book which is something that he completely avoided on purpose um and i, I believe they took the basic premise of the adventure that he created but they kind of changed those nuanced moments that he specifically put in there. And so, you know, it's like 
if I wrote, you know, something uplifting black people and it was changed to something that's uh, stereotypical to black people and I'm out here like, yeah, go read what I wrote, guys. It's fucking wonderful. <laughs> and then people read it and they're like, what the fuck? He hates his own race. Like, that's that's essentially Right, um, yeah, you don't want to be, be credited to a part of that, so I, I get that for, for sure. And damn, the, he, was, he was really just trying to improve their existing story and they said, nah. It's so disappointing. Gabe, did you want to add that, uh, add in on this before I move on? I just, you know, I I got paid for it. It's like Kelly said, you got paid for it. And now you can just take your idea and put it somewhere else since they already basically changed everything in it. You take my name's off the credit. So, right. I mean, in a sense, yeah, your time is wasted because you could have been looking for someone else that would actually take your idea and not change it completely. But at the same time, it's like, I got paid to give you character names at this point. That's literally all I got paid for. It's like, I think what upsets yeah. me the most is being, you know, getting this opportunity. Right, like, if if you know, if I was contacted by Wizards of the Coast to write a D and D adventure, and I've been playing D and D, and I look up to them, and I'm like a huge nerd, and then I, I get this opportunity, I do it, and then it's just dashed by bullshit because yeah. uh, you know higher ups decided that they want to change everything. I do well. Fuck yeah, I'll go suck my dick, you assholes. Um, speaking of sucking dicks, that's actually not a good segue. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't have another one. <laughs> I, don't have, I ran out just of segue. Roll with it. I'm a, yeah, through. I'm gonna roll with it. I'm gonna roll with it. Um, uh, supposedly, uh, Bloomberg has an article um, that says the next Nintendo Switch will use a new NVIDIA chip that supports DLSS to produce 4K visuals. Obviously, there have been a bunch of rumors about this new 4K switch. I'm sure we have a, I think we have a question up on our Twitter right now about what you'd like to see in a 4K Answer switch. it, people! For the love of God, please. <laughs> um, but, so, how would you guys feel about a new 4K switch? Obviously, it's I not going to be because, oh, $300. Yeah, and I would not expect it to be. I'd expect it to be 400 and then I would be sad right because now. it's the price of a PS5 discless version, and then I'd tell you to just go buy yeah. one of those, or go buy yeah. an Xbox Series S and go buy well, a cheap Switch. They're never gonna be. I mean, 4K portable—that's something. Like that's a reason to spend four hundred dollars if it's if it's portable and not just ported like on the TV 4K. Like, mm-hmm. is it a 4K screen or is it just like? On a TV, it could support it. Well, from what I remember before, oh, it was oh. that only the screen was 4K. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, only so not on the TV was 4K. Oh, so yeah. Then yeah, and, 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 and get a there... boost of 1080p on handheld. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty good. It's handheld. What do you expect? I mean, it's going to be uh, not as good. It switches from anything. handheld to a console. Like you can't put a price tag on that. Actually, you can. It's three hundred dollars. <laughs> 4K though. <laughs> on the TV, 4K. You can 400. See, I, I, I keep doing horrible price comparisons. I love my Switch so much. I obviously you would have buy a 4K fact. Switch. I have like five. I obviously would buy a 4K Switch, but um, I just I would just tell people to go buy an Xbox Series S for 300 bucks and play all the Switch games on Game Pass when they eventually come over. I wouldn't. Then you can play them in 4K and then for whatever you can't, just go buy like a Switch Lite or like a regular Switch for 300 bucks. Like why go buy one for 4K TV? No. But like, 
I will say, though, I think if you're going to increase the price, I mean, obviously, yeah, like the screen output and stuff is a big deal on it. But I think, you know, if you're going to pick up the price and it's going to be like a hefty memory, better memory, you know, and then put some, you know, put the fucking I don't to me to this day, one of the things and I'm actually mad you never like. Is it called attack Nintendo for this when you talk about the switch is there's no native Bluetooth on a system that came oh out in God, 2017. Yeah. I literally like, bought an extension for Bluetooth for my AirPods, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, they- you already, Oh, and you know what? Actually, that just, cause you just said extension. That reminds me for the love of God, if you're going to make it, you know, pricier, <clears throat> the doc, <clears throat> excuse me, the doc better have the ethernet cable. Yes. I don't have to go find adapters. Simple things. Oh, yeah. That guess what? Well, I, All come in that four hundred dollar PS five. But it's a lot fucking bigger. That's true. You yeah, can't take it on the go. True. You can't. But you, you can get four K. But right. even no. But even thinking about the Switch dock and the PS five or Xbox, oh, yeah, like yeah. It's huge. That huge. the dock is like pretty small in comparison. You know. Yeah. I've taken docks to friends' house many times because it's so small. It's so small, and yeah. it like it, I don't know. They could add more though, especially if you're gonna pay four hundred. They might as well just make it a little bit bigger and add that. But then, exactly. did they? Add but then, isn't that like a new console though? I mean, it's still a Switch. Did I, they add don't I guess. think so. I don't think so. I feel like I think so right now the only streaming when you. I think right now the only streaming thing is YouTube. I'm not too sure. I Switch for three hundred dollars. I've been doing this shit for three hundred dollars. Why did y'all let me buy another one? The fuck? Let you? Uh, yeah. Hey, that was, was all you. That was, yeah, that was you. You regularly surprised this was Switch purpose. No, no, no. This one, this no, red one okay. was Gabe's fault because he care, told bro. me to go buy it. No. No. Look, if you guys could read the chat, he everyone who knows me knows that 99% of the time, I'm being very sarcastic. I said, go, I said, do what you want, bro. Go, nah, buy, it. go buy it. That was an angry message. That wasn't said, a, yeah, do what you want, bro. Go buy it. No, whatever. Because like so I spent the whole day, I spent the whole day giving him reasons why he shouldn't buy it, and he goes, "But it looks so pretty." I'm like, "You know what, bro? Go ahead and do what you want. I don't, I don't." The last sentence it. literally said, "Go buy it," and I was like, "That's all I read was the last sentence." So I was like, "If bought. he was waiting for if the, someone, you don't read the messages I said, that's okay, that's cool." Right. When someone asks me if they should buy something, I always say yes. Always This is also me. <laughs> I just say me. like, you know. You Trisha deserve it. Exactly. Treat yourself. We're struggling. Literally screwed no matter what. <laughs> like yeah. Anyone I asked, they would have been like, yes, go buy it. So speaking of things I'm going to go buy, I'm going to go buy Outriders. And I don't know if you guys heard, but out, the Outriders demo is out for Xbox right now. Uh, and sorry, Xbox, PlayStation, play, PS5. Why you got to I'm sorry, I just totally broke up. What'd you guys say? Why are you going to buy it? It's on Game Pass. So that's what I was going to tell you guys, that um, Outriders supports crossplay between all its platforms. Uh, So how do you feel about that? Just go and play it on Game Pass? Yeah, Game Pass. And then you can still play with your friends on PlayStation who don't have an Xbox. And your PC friends who don't want to buy either one. (laughs) I'm not buying it. And go and get consoles because they're too good for them. I mean, Kelly has consoles. That doesn't count. That's not. That's not directed at Kelly. That's directed at every 
PC idiot on Twitter that as soon as the a thing, post goes up about a console, yeah. PC Master Race. Well, I mean, if the shoe fits. <laughs> if the processor fits. But honestly, like, the thing is, like, imagine you're playing a game, and then on another screen you're, like, Googling how to play the game. It's, like, so convenient. Why would you need to be Googling how to play the game? Because I suck. <laughs> No, what you do is go to hpcritical.com, click on the menu where it says guides, and read one of our guides. The one that oh, no, Kelly is okay. writing for Outrider. Well, yeah, well, I'm going to be looking at HP Critical on the left and playing the game on the right. There we go. There it is. <laughs> I thought this the was freaking, really great. The freaking Agnes Wink. I thought this was really great. Okay, I haven't, se- I haven't finished WandaVision, so. Who is Agnes? I From WandaVision, have you watched it? Knows the neighbor in uh, WandaVision. Okay, um, so WandaDar. Oh, Every episode, Zero. What did, did you actually watch it? I was like, <laughs> did I actually watch? It? I was like, what if I was watching? I mean, did I watch it? I think I might have been watching something else and thought it was WandaVision. Who knows? Agnes, uh, <laughs> she's great. She's so funny. What a great character. Um, God, I forgot what I was gonna say now. I literally lost all train of thought. Whatever, no, it's segue. awesome. It's awesome. Outriders crossplay great. Speaking of things that are great, I'm trying to help you here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So speaking, of me down. Are, Come on. speaking of things that are not great, first, Whoa. not great, which is going to lead into something that could very potentially be even worse than not great. Um, so there's a report that uh, the, the PlayStation 3, PS Vita, and PSP stores will be closed permanently in July. Um, this announcement is planned apparently for the end of this month. Um, also, for everyone listening, Kelly had to dip. She's got some important things to do. So um, okay. I don't know if she's going to come back or not, but um, yeah, so we love you, Kelly, and we miss you already, and now it's a dude fest. Ew, all these penises. Come back. Um, Woo! So- <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just wave it all around. Huh? <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> there's my penis segue. There's my penis segue. Thank you. It's not episode sixty nine. What is wrong with me? This is episode sixty. I'm so sorry, guys. I don't know what's going on today. Oh, sixty. Hey, made so, it. So crazy. Um, yeah. So there's a report saying the PS3, PS Vita, and PSP stores will be permanently closed in July of this year. Um, I read that and I was like, what trash is this? Literally the first thing I thought was, this is why I always go physical. Like this is, it's crazy to me because the PS3 is still like, I don't feel like it's that old. I feel like people still play their PS3. I know obviously we don't, but I pulled out my PS3 just the other day to play. Um, oh my God, what game was I playing? Uh, it's a game that's gonna get a remake soon. Um, it's Square Enix Saga Saga something. I don't know if it's Prince of Persia. Whatever. It's one of those games. I literally just pulled out my PlayStation Three to play it the other day, and I was like, "How are they closing? How are they closing the PlayStation Three store or even the PSP? Like, people are still making indie titles for PSP. There are still like PSP exclusive titles that I just bought Final Fantasy VI on the PSP for like six bucks the other day from the PlayStation Store. Um, and it's crazy to me that PlayStation is just like, we can't support this shit. Bye. Like, how do you do that? Ah, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, no, I just don't know. You know what? Go, go ahead, Kelly. 
No, I just don't know how they're still selling t- titles for it, and then they're just going to close it. Like, just stop selling the stuff, and then a little while later, close it. Like, you just bought a title for the PS... Like, how are they going to s- close it after they're still letting people spend their money on the store? I guess... And how would that work? I guess if you buy digitally, you got to download it and just never delete it? Because you can't, like, yeah. go back to the store yeah, you and can't re-download it? You gotta keep what you got once you once it happens. Can you imagine? But, like you gotta buy like ten SD cards right now just to put all of your downloaded just games. to get whatever you wanted. Yeah, exactly. By the way, PSP oh, I mean, goes are gonna be useless. Where the PSP go? PSP Go was that special PSP that like had this like side screen where the buttons were and the screen was there. But the most important thing about it was that it was download only. You could only it had no physical cards oh. for the PSP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did download only. I, I would have never gotten that thing because that thing is just because uh, two two games never came digitally. That'd be Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep and Final Fantasy VII: Crisis Core. So both of which you can no longer purchase uh, on in July <laughs> digitally for the PSP. They weren't available digitally ever. Those oh, two well, games I just mentioned. Anyway. Exactly, but now every other game gets a choice. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I think of, like, Danganronpa, and I think of, um, which is available now, you know, everywhere, or at least on PlayStation, uh, but right. I think of games well. like, you know, the Nonary games, Danganronpa, uh, Persona 4 Golden, like, excuse me, all these titles that came originally to PSP, um, that, you know, are usually on Wait, sale. Golden was Vita. Wait, is Vita sorry, getting Vita. discontinued? Is Vita also getting discontinued, or is it just PSP and PS3? Okay, okay, excuse me. PSP and PS3 and uh, PS, uh, whatever I said. Vita uh, as well? Did I say? Yes, sorry, yes. PS3, PS Vita, and PSP, yes. Vita too. That's That's yeah. not that long ago. What the hell? That's why I was like... This yeah, is... no. No, go ahead, Dude. go ahead. I'm oh, that's, ta- that's god-awful. People were just getting Persona 4 Golden because of because its of recent Persona Steam 5. release. Yeah, like, it, it, that's why I was like, what? Uh, obviously, the PS3 released in 2006, sold 87 million units during its li- lifetime. Um, the PS Vita apparently was a little bit of a flop, as we know. Um, it was mm. released in 2011, sold between 10 to 15 million units, which is really bad for a lifetime cycle. <laughs> like, uh, And I guess, you know, when when you look at those numbers it's a very first of all it was always a very niche like console right a lot of the stuff on there was very much like they had some crazy sexual hentai like graphic novel stuff they had some like they had some obscure shit on the Vita uh, that you can only buy you know digitally a lot of it you can't go into GameStop and buy some of this stuff um like they have they have a library of crazy shit so I don't know, man. I just think, how can you, how, that's such a, I guess from a collector's point of view, like from a video game, uh, 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 fanatic fan view, it's like, that's a collection of games that are just gonna, if they don't come to Steam or somewhere else, just completely disappear. And that yeah. is crazy. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about like how in less than a week from this recording, the Nintendo, is like discontinuing a few games, but like let's talk about how Sony is not really the, 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 caring about the whole game preservation thing in this case because like um, if they were like importing this library to like you know another modern system like even the yeah, or PS5 or something like that and be like whatever right 
Um, but yeah, that's an entire library of games that, you know, uh, if you wanted to get them digitally, you're just going to be out of luck. Obviously, you know, if you still have a PS3, you can still get the disc or, or if a PSP, get the card, Vita, whatever. But the problem is, is a lot of those physical games for certain games get really expensive, especially yeah. if it's a very niche game. So what, what, what you could have gotten at potentially, you know, the retail price of like 50 bucks for like a PS3 game. Then the shop gets closed down. Now you got to go online, and this niche ass game is like a hundred or one hundred and twenty bucks, yep. and now you're paying double. Scalper Playground, and that sucks. And that yeah, Scalper's Playground that that sums it up pretty well. And if a game was only digital, was digital only, well, yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, buy it now before yeah. July. Buy I mean, it now. It's, it's they haven't made their official so. announcement yet, but they said it is expected to come soon. So, you know, if you, if, you, if you, there's some games you want uh, and you still have your system, you still care enough to play it on those systems, I, I do it. All I know is them bitches gonna owe me money. If I bought something digitally and I can't download it because they close their shit, somebody finna be mad because I'm finna get my $6 back for Final Fantasy VI. I don't give a fuck. So, I want my money. Actually, I have a speculation. Oh. Again, I'm a man of very high hopes. Mm. She usually leads me to disappointment. But them closing down those stores, along with the fact that they also said that they wanted to start adding trophies, older games. Oh, I'm gonna take your segue from you okay. because this is gonna fit into my point. So they're taking the tro they're, they're, they they want to put trophies for older games, and then all of a sudden they're shutting down the PS3, the PSP, and the PS Vita stores. As much as Sony hasn't shown care for backwards compatibility or moving older games to their new system there could be a small sliver of hope that the reason sony is doing this is because they're getting ready to start putting a lot of their older game stores you know like all the games they just mentioned i I can't remember old games right now and they're gonna put you know they're gonna have their own little retro a category on the new PSN store. So while it does suck that you know you can't, phys- you know you you won't be able to upload upload. You won't be able to turn on your PS3 or your PSP and then go into the store whenever you want now after July and buy a game you want. I do think there is a brighter side coming. You don't know. I don't know. Chances of that happening are very low because Sony is Sony, and as much as I love them, they really suck at bringing games over to their newer system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to speak on that really quickly, um, there's an article over at IGN uh, that says, uh, titled PlayStation Patents. PlayStation Patents the Ability to Add Trophies to Older Emulated Games. And it talks about how for that, what they would do is if you ha- if like if you own a game on your uh, PlayStation account that they have retrofitted trophies for you would then gain those trophies uh so it's not like they're like it's not essentially that they're going to be you know reworking all these games it's kind of just like if you have a really old game that now has trophies you're just going to get a notification like hey you just got all these trophies from that game you played on your Vita a few years ago, or hey, you got all these trophies from a PS3 title that didn't have trophies at the time, or some shit like that. So um, it's not even that they're working on implementing a way to be able to play these games. It's just like 
uh, to me, it's more like a here's <laughs> hey, remember that game you can no longer buy? Here's a here's a goodbye for you, like a nice <laughs> little. There's a trophy for that game you played that's no longer available ever. Enjoy. Like, now you can't all get all getting. the trophies because you can't buy the game. And now you'll never be able to get them all. Now you'll <laughs> never get the platinum. Yeah. Um, dude, that's grimy for another reason. Because imagine, like, like, what if, what if the trophy requirements were like really obscure? Like you thought you did everything in that game, and you're like, oh yeah, if they retrofit it, I'll definitely get the platinum. And then it was like, walk five feet in this area. Oh, you didn't do that. Well, no platinum <laughs> for you, fucker. <laughs> uh, it says the, it says the, the it mentions how the system would perform validity checks on the code of older games to determine if criteria has been met to award players with trophies by tracking disc access in game and monitoring strings and frames. It also mentions cloud computing, suggesting this technology could interface with the PlayStation Now service. So I mean, obviously, like like this could be their way to make people play PS Now, like like Gabe said, sure. or it could just be a big fuck you, we're done. Have these trophies as your last goodbye. <laughs> this is all you get. <laughs> this game, ninety nine percent trophies complete. Well, how the fuck am I gonna get a hundred now? You'll asshole? never get it. It's gone forever. No. Um, oh man, completionists are going to cry. But the things that are not gone forever uh, is the service that oh we're using God, right now. Is <laughs> the service that we're using right now to record this call? Discord. Um, so, breaking news, uh, reported over at Bloomberg, Microsoft is in talks to acquire Discord, a video game chat community for more than $10 billion, according to, uh, people familiar with the matter. Uh, there have been, uh, so, uh, let me go ahead and read the tweets for this from Bloomberg. It said, Discord is known for its free service that lets gamers communicate by video, voice, and text, and people stuck at home during the pandemic have increasingly used its technology for study groups, dance classes, book clubs, and other virtual gatherings. Microsoft, which last year sought to buy social media app TikTok and held talks to acquire Pinterest, has been shopping for assets that would provide access to thriving communities of users, sources say. There's a bit, uh, there's a big opportunity to bundle Discord's premium offering, Nitro, into the Game Pass service to drive more subscriptions from the last reported 18 million, says Bloomberg intelligence analyst Matthew Canterman. So I wanted to give you guys that just so you know what, like, the topic has been, what people have been talking about, like, why... Why is it that uh, Microsoft would purchase um, uh, Discord? And it, I, I completely agree with that. I feel like this is another way to integrate people into the Microsoft ecosystem and slowly push mm-hmm. them towards Game Pass, get more Game Pass subscribers, especially for people on PC um, who don't have an Xbox, and then you know add a way to integrate Discord directly into the Xbox or an app or something. And then now we're all getting on our our, our Xbox using Discord uh, and integrating that somehow into game pass for you know for free essentially if you're already paying for it so i can totally see reasons why this would happen i also you know am am very cognizant of companies when they buy free free for use services and then they integrate them and start charging (laughs) for um portions of that service uh so how do you guys feel about this well, real quick, I want to ask you guys something. Are any of you familiar with the Simpsons steamed ham skits? Skit? No, I don't oh. watch the Simpsons. No one's here? Okay. And this is going to be exclusively for the audience because I have to read this out. So Skinner looks at the, the, the burning things and says, He gads! My Skype is ruined! What if I were to purchase Discord and disguise it as my own? 
Oh, true, because Skype is trash. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're just going to go buy Discord instead. Okay, but like... That, credit, to that, credit to that joke goes to PC Mag. They made that tweet, and I just I just howled. It was great. <laughs> but also, I mean, look how they did Mixer. Yeah. How, look how uh... they did Mixer. But that <laughs> like, was their thing. They didn't like. Did they acquire it? No, that, I it thought was they, theirs. They, no, that's true. Yeah, that's but true. still, they, they, I they, feel they, like they, if you, if you, if you, like, yeah. So it's not going to be the same, obviously, because you're right, Kelly. Like this was not. Um, uh, uh, Discord is not theirs. So they would just be acquiring it. But I feel like mismanagement can lead to bad things. I'm not saying Microsoft mm-hmm. mismanages anything because I mean they're making billion dollar deals right now. Um, that seem to be really good, but I'm still concerned. You can be, and you should be. Like, yeah, like you said, <laughs> if they start charging for features on Discord, oh, that could be that could be a problem. It, uh, the 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 positive outlook is if it get, look, leans more people more into the Xbox, um, your Microsoft ecosystem, you know, and don't do anything grimy, then sure, whatever you can, it'll more people will be looking at the uh, the Microsoft products. You know, Discord is a very Anybody can use it, of course, but it seems to be have more focus towards people that play games anyway. And if they're already linked to it with Microsoft, and you know that that connection's already there, then you know it 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 can only get new eyes, right? But it's not like it'll sway someone who's really not into it in the first place. I think it's just disagree. Get... Okay. You're probably you're probably right, Jarrell. But I'm literally just thinking about Gabe right now. I only, <laughs> I only say I disagree with you. Like, Gabe is not going to use Discord after it's acquired by Microsoft and be like, damn, I should get an Xbox. System. Well, no, I don't mean that. But I think it's such a smart idea to go after something as big as Discord, which has so many users. And like those tweets said, like people using it for whatever reason. And then, you know, slip in those Xbox ads, slip in that Game Pass ad. like, And then, you know, you have communities on Discord. So it's like right after I do my you know, dance class over Discord video, um, someone in there might be like, oh yeah, you know, like, Game Pass, I'm about to play on Discord with my friends. Like, oh shit, can I sit in? Can I see how this is? Boom, now you've got a new Game Pass subscriber. Like, it's so easy to just fucking do anything. People will buy everything. They're at home, sitting on stimulus checks. Go buy Xboxes and join Discord. I don't know. Do whatever you want. If you could get them. Microsoft direct deposit fourteen hundred the next day. I'm buying Discord. <laughs> Purchasing Discord outright. Uh, what did PlayStation just buy? Evo. They bought Evo, yeah, oh, last yeah. week. But PlayStation's slacking. They bought Evo. Microsoft trying to buy Discord. Like, what's going on? They bought Zenimax. Like, uh, Microsoft bought Zenimax. PlayStation, let's go, y'all. Buy some, some just buy something just to flex. <laughs> you don't even I, need it. I just, know. Okay, just buy it just because. Because Sony has acquired Disney. <laughs> like, like, fucking do it. Go buy Nintendo. Fuck it. This is like work together oh, to an agreement. Dude, Merge, okay, I, do something. I if don't the, care. If we ever get to a dark future where Sony buy is able is able to buy Nintendo, that would be the perfect comeuppance to Nintendo for those who know about the history of the Nintendo PlayStation thing. Yeah, I just um I don't know. I just want Sony to flex for a little bit. Like go buy something, throw that money, or maybe they shouldn't. Just save your money. Don't flex. Shit, exactly. Save <laughs> your money long enough that when Microsoft is finally done stretching themselves out, buying all these big things. You're just like, yo, Microsoft, <laughs> sorry, buddy. You've been bought. <laughs> buy Microsoft? <laughs> Look, I can buy shit. And then buy Microsoft. <laughs> it's, what, it's what fucking Disney did. Disney's like, I'm gonna let 
everyone else buy a bunch of Marvel characters, and then when their movies suck, <laughs> oh I'm gonna buy God. them. That's great. With Fox. That's great. I just, I don't know, I just want Sony to do something at this point. Um, yeah, so, G- uh, Kelly, Gabe, we use Discord. How do you guys feel about it? No I mean, I, I don't know. You know, I'm a Microsoft fan, so... Uh, okay, I'll still oh, use God. their products. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be mad when there's a big update pushed to Discord, and then all of a sudden you can't use it anymore because the update broke something, and then you gotta wait a couple of days for the next update to fix that update. I'm just saying. Still use it though, as long as they're not trying to throw like make me pay to do things anymore. Like, oh, you gotta pay to create a new, a new, uh, what is it called? New channel within your server. We're like, no, you can suck my toe. Not doing that. So, so to all of our listeners, if there's ever an episode in this podcast where we're not using Discord anymore, you know it's because Microsoft fucked up somewhere. That's, I just want to give that disclaimer well in advance, so y'all know. Catch us on Zoom! Oh my We're god. back on Skype. <laughs> oh god. Honestly, like, never mind, I don't actually want to do a comparison of uh, Skype and Zoom. Uh, but I do <laughs> want to close this by asking you guys what you think PlayStation should or can do, um, not not with the conversion, but what you think they should or can do for backwards compatibility because, you know, Microsoft is literally like play every old game. Our servers hold everything. You can play it on your new stuff and Sony's shutting down like three different uh, server studios. Um, uh, Maybe to put it all, hopefully to put it all on their one now. Yeah. That 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 would that like like I said that would be the hope. Like realistically, there's no way they're gonna make the re- retrofit the the old discs to work on the current PlayStation Five. That's not happening. But if they could just take their back catalog they have now, even if it's realistically, even if they did that, it definitely wouldn't be all it was. Cause that is way too many fucking games. But but if they were like you know every few days drop maybe a few of them that'd be fine as long as it's not a drip feed like Nintendo like if you guys remember the Wii Virtual Console days or the Wii U Virtual Console days where we got like maybe one or two games maybe a, a week sometimes two weeks uh, and then you know the system is done and you didn't even get half your games out there <laughs> like let's let's not do that let's <laughs> let's. Look. Maybe a little more frequent than than that, and I think we're okay. And now we're in the corner Switch era, where now every two or three months they'll be like, "Here's these three Super Nintendo games and one NES game. Have fun." Oh, those are not the Super Nintendo games we wanted. Ah, f- this is crazy because this is the first time I can't yell at Nintendo for something that Sony's doing, but they're not doing because Bye. even though uh huh, go go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <clears throat> I was just gonna say, even though you know Nintendo's actually slow dripping some of these older titles out. Sony's just like no, no. <laughs> like, exactly, no, no, no. exactly. So, but all uh, you know what? Also, that's kind also of a bit of a flex in itself. Like they're just like, what the fuck, you guys? Go buy a PlayStation Five. But even then, a lot of their PS4 games, like you know, we thought it was all going to be backwards compatible. Not even all their PS4 games are backwards compatible for PS5. They really are pushing, and and I understand why. Like the PlayStation Five is a hotcake seller. Like it, it won't stop selling. It's it's doing crazy numbers. Um, even if it is like obviously, even if it, uh, we have to account for scalpers. But like 
PlayStation 5 is still sold out. It was um the best-selling new game system, right? Like, I, I continuously, yes, push people towards this because it's selling fucking crazy numbers. That's it. That's all. My, my, my biggest problem... I just is- want... I just want The Simpsons hit and run from PlayStation 2 on a current gen. <laughs> I just want my game. Oh, oh I my just gosh. want that... If Where you can give me that, I'd buy a PS5. Just give just it to me. Okay, Gabe. Play one old game. My my thing is, and like this, this isn't just directly at Sony, but like my thing is, if people can emulate these older games to run on a computer, I don't see why you can't do it with the software you have. And it's not like these games are big files that you have to like rework around and you know change something around and. and try and decrease the file size so it fits on your digital store. A lot of the older games were small files. Because remember, this whole hard drive thing... Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> this whole hard drive thing for your PS4 and your PS5, it didn't... It Sorry. It, it started with the PS4. The PS3 was perfectly fine with, you know, having a bunch of games on it, having the memory for it, having the memory for updates and stuff. So... I train of thought just went right out. There I was like, he just abruptly. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I, I, I'm as done as Sony is with their store. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, because it's just like, oh, yeah, old games they look like shit, mm-hmm. but there's some games that were just fun once. to play, even even when they didn't look the best. Once. Yeah, no, I agree. I yeah, agree. Like, like to not to not give your you know your players this whole backwards compatibility thing is like I just think they want the graphics they just want the graphics to look good I guess I don't know there's a reason why they're not doing it because I think they have the capability I just don't know why I mean I agree with that but like I mean again you you let a game like Cyberpunk come out for a couple of weeks on your store and then don't worry about that shit anymore bro yeah. yeah, but it's still people bought it. It's not like we're getting a new game. Like we know what the game is. Like if they if they were like, oh, Lord of the Rings. Co- this is a very unknown game, probably you guys, but to me, this was one of my favorite games. Like Lord of the Rings Conquest is coming to the PS5 I in a retro store. I'm, a, I'm so happy you do. And I was totally lying. Actually, hate you. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. I'm so sorry. Can't believe what you just did. Um, but basically, it was a. <laughs> with Luke. Um, it was a, it's like Star Wars Battlefront, but for Lord of the Rings. And like, wait, excuse me, what? You told me that game was coming to PS. No, yeah, it was like Star Wars Battlefront, except Lord of the Rings. You better let me know when this comes on Modern Console because now I want to play it. Shit, I love Battlefront. Never come to Modern Console because it was when EA, it was when EA had uh, the rights over Lord of the Rings, yeah. and they no longer. Yeah. I don't know. Why. Um, yeah. So like, if you tell me that game's coming on console and be like well fuck yeah like i know the game's not gonna look as good as it did when i first started playing it because times have changed i'll still be happy about it like i don't know like i i like i it was a long time ago someone told me like oh sony doesn't do the backwards compatibility because they don't want to give their fans the bad graphics i'm like bro that's i can't say the word right leave me alone um i'm like that does like that's such a stupid reason not to give players their older games like did you guys see the comment? I said by, like um, like a hundred times this past five minutes. Actually, this is not a recent statement, but like Imran Khan, when he was talking about like this whole story, he had 
brought up an old quote by Jim Ryan of PlayStation saying, like, um, he said two statements. The first one, people don't want to hear it, but it's kind of true. And says backwards compatibility is something that's often requested but rarely used. But then his second statement was like, besides, we want to focus on new graphics. Why would anyone want to play these old games? Yeah. Those are fun sometimes, dude. Well, the last thing I'll say... Oh, Kelly, you had something to say? No, I just... Honestly, that's a really true statement because I buy new games and I'd rather play new games. I never play the old games. I want to purchase them and I want to have them. But I don't play them. Like, I've bought retro games off Steam and on my PlayStation and stuff, and I just never play. Oh, yeah, because you're playing I, all their new stuff. Yeah, because there's just not a day and too many video games yeah, to play. Exactly. So that's a problem. It's the kind of... It is a kind of struggle. I mean, all I'm saying is I'm doing, as I do a series every week where I go to old games to see if they still hold up. So I think there's still some value in some old games. Yeah, but some of them don't. Despite what that. this man is saying. Oh, they don't. In fact, this week's episode, we played two games. One of them held up sublimely, and one of them, oh boy, it did not. Um, but last... hey, you won't know until you get to try them. So that's that's all I'm saying. That's true. If you have the time. Um, so the last the thing time. I will say before we close is, um, so I don't know if you guys saw this, but I sent the uh, Smart Delivery uh, Just Makes Sense from Xbox. And they did that wonderful meme of like how smart delivery works. It's one guy holding a game and he literally just gives it to the other guy and it just works because it just works. Whereas on the PS5, you literally have to have a fucking like guide on how to make your PS4 game work on PS5. Um, and I- I'm going to end the podcast right now. Um, but I wanted to bring that up because I did want to talk about it, but there's no time. So there's, there's that. You guys do with that what you will. Assume what Gabe, Brandon, and Kelly would have said about it. Maybe we'll bring it up next week. Maybe we won't. We probably won't because we're going to go to sleep now. And with that, um, make sure you Sweet. check us out on YouTube. <laughs> uh, follow everyone's channels. They'll be in the article description for, uh, and, and as well as you're, if you're listening to this, uh, it'll be in the description for the episode. Um, make sure you check out hpcritical.com, sign up for our newsletter. Um, there's a, also a bunch of stuff we didn't talk about. Maybe we'll throw it in next week. Who knows? We'll see what happens. We're people. We live. Things change. News happens. Things happen. Uh, bye, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Let's go! HP Critical!